Welcome to the Produce Industry Podcast, your weekly download on current events, trends, market reports, and community discussions. Join us each week from Tampa, Florida, as we cover all aspects of the produce supply chain industry. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Patrick Kelly. Welcome back to the Produce Industry Podcast, everyone. I'm your host, Patrick Kelly. As always, I am honored to be here, coming to you live from Tampa, Florida. Now, today we've got a very special guest, Wendy McManus. Now, Wendy believes that thriving teams are the key to stellar results. Having worked in produce marketing for 17 years, Wendy now serves produce industry professionals as their coach. Her undying affection for the special people who supply the healthiest food on the planet bring her back to the produce industry again and again. As a leadership coach, she draws out the true genius in her clients so they become more confident and capable leaders of their own thriving teams. Now, her focus is on mental fitness, which is the ability to handle life's challenges with a positive mindset. It's an incredibly powerful skill set, which impacts performance, relationships, and well-being. Check out connecttopotential.com, where you can learn more about Wendy's mental fitness bootcamp program and her mental fitness inner circle community. Now, it is September 2020, so we've got a couple virtual events coming up. United Fresh Washington Conference, September 21st through the 25th. We have the Fresh Cut Products Maintaining Quality and Safety Workshop, September 22nd through the 24th. And we have the Cold Chain Essentials Global Cold Chain Expo starting September 28th and running all the way through November 13th. So we are going to get Wendy McManus on the line today, and we're going to go through a couple fun mental fitness exercises, as well as learning more about mental fitness within our industry. So without further ado, let's get Wendy on the line today. Hey, Wendy, welcome to the show today. Hi, Patrick. I'm so glad to be here. This is going to be fun. I'm super excited that you're here. We've talked off the mic for a little bit. Listen, we met before this COVID-19, I call it lockdown still, even though some parts of the country has opened, I still feel that we're on lockdown, but we met, if I remember correctly, in the hallway in Tampa, Florida, the SEPC uh, conference. Am I right? Yeah, it was right before everything changed. We were already connected on LinkedIn and I was really curious about what, what you were all about. And so I actually saw you from about 20 feet away and walked over and stuck my hand out and inter- inter- introduced myself. I really enjoyed talking with you there. I do agree. I took a selfie of both of us and I posted it on my LinkedIn page of all the different connections I met at SEPC. And that was really like what, probably two weeks before the lockdown because the lockdown was like March 10th and 11th. And it was very, very interesting because I thought the show was, was awesome. It was a great show. I got connected with a lot of people. Heck, you helped me connect with some people there. So I appreciate everything that you've done right for me and your leadership. But listen, we're not going to talk about me today. We're going to talk <laughs> everything about you and what you've done here in the produce industry. So I really, really want to talk about some of your leadership and kind of what you're doing in this space. Yeah, my big focus right now is about mental fitness. And for anybody who's connected with me on on LinkedIn, you're probably seeing me talk about this. And in a nutshell, mental fitness is our capacity to handle life's challenges with a positive mindset rather than a negative mindset. And you know, when you look at that on the surface, like positive mindset, it's kind of woo-woo. It's it might sound like it's just looking on the bright side or just the glass is half full and, you know, trying to think that way, try to force yourself to think in that way. But the concept is actually backed in neuroscience. 
And the, the neuroscience shows that when we're in a positive mindset, the parts of the brain that are lit up give us access to our superpowers. They give us access to empathy, curiosity, innovation, purpose, and laser-focused inspired action. So it's not just that we feel better because we're thinking in a more positive way, but we actually perform better and we foster stronger relationships. It's really, really exciting. Well, that's one of the reasons why I reached back out to you. So I remember watching your video on mental fitness and again, during the time, remember we tried to connect for an interview back in March, but things were just too hectic during the first of the shutdown. Mm -hmm. And then I'm watching this mental fitness video. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is some of the things that I feel like I'm working on with my emotional intelligence. I got to reach back out to Wendy and see how she's doing because obviously she's working on some pretty cool projects. So I thought that was, was tremendously, um, I would say, knowledgeable to me because it opened my mind as we've talked off the mic to these different areas of mental fitness and kind of how you gear your uh, positivity. And like you said, the glass is half full. I said off the mic, Hey, you know, I think I'm there. Like I'm half full, but I can be, I'm starting to get more. The glass is overflowing. Like we were talking about. Um, I but, love that and, metaphor of the overflowing glass, but you said it though, more people are in the glass half full nature than being in the glass over full in nature. Am I right? Um, well, you know, right now it's tough. Um, a lot of folks are in glass half empty, you know, like sort of putting off their happiness and saying, or not even putting off their happiness, like putting off their, their, their lives, their sense that like this, everything will be okay when this pandemic is over. You know, it's a really strong saboteur voice that comes up for a lot of people and a, and a strong judging voice that says, what's happening right now is not okay. I cannot be okay with, with what's going on. I've, I, I've to put off um, being okay until this pandemic is over. Tough way to go. I was going to say, and I think that's unfair. I mean, for people saying that they're just going to weather the storm. I mean, how many people have you connected with that have just said, yeah, you know, we're going to see better days and, you know, we're going to get there. And, and it is, I think it's very tough. I mean, We've all had that sense of struggle of trying to help or trying to figure things out. And I think COVID has pushed a lot of companies, a lot of people uh, to the point of either masking themselves, not providing enough empathy. And, I've, and I'm talking from experience. Can you tell? I mean, I've done it myself. Yeah. I mean, this is nothing that I haven't done or that I haven't struggled with, but we are learning in different ways to adapt to our businesses, even myself, right? Gosh, Patrick, I have had, uh, I've had some rough days myself, you know, for sure. It's not, it's not easy to maintain that positive mindset. And that's why, like, I really like looking at the research, looking at the neuroscience, and that we've teased out, like, three specific things that we can do. So when you're feeling like you're floating out there in the abyss of everything's a mess, there are specific things that we can do. And there, it's three muscles. We call them building three muscles. One is the saboteur interceptor muscle. One is the sage amplifier muscle. And one is the self-command muscle. And so to, to kind of explain what these are, the saboteur interceptor is like recognizing the, the negative voices in your head, the judging voices in your head, recognizing them, calling them out, trying to, to get them to stand down, turn down the volume. Amplifying the sage is like really connecting with those superpowers that I was talking about earlier, turning those things up. 
And self-command is a way of quieting the mind so that you can shift more easily from saboteur to sage. And building that muscle helps support the other two. And all of this is based on a, a it's based on the body of research and the book Positive Intelligence. It's written by Shirzad Shamin. It's a New York Times bestseller. I recommend the book. It's a it's a great read. And I'm actually being trained and mentored by Shirzad on a weekly basis. So I am deeply immersing myself in what it means to build mental fitness and how to bring that to my clients. I sometimes look, I say sometimes because it is so hard with this change and we have a lot of struggle with change, right? Everybody does, either you want to change too fast or you want to change at your own pace. Mm -hmm. But I say funny because these are things that you sometimes look at and go, ah, I'm not going to do that. Mm. Right. I mean, they are, these are some things that you're going, yep. you choose, you make at your own decision to say, am I going to do this or am I not going to do this? And you either condemn or collaborate as my, uh, my co-author Hans says, right. You're condemning or collaborating how you make a decision. So, you know, it, it's very unique. I think it's very cool um, that you're focusing on mental fitness during this time, because I believe that our industry does need help in this as we're going through so much change, you know, as we're really focusing on this. Now, you and me talked about an experience that we wanted to offer uh, some of our guests. And I think we should talk and about how to improve mental fitness. And I'd like you to talk a little bit more about that and how we can have our audience have a uh, small experience. I am super excited about this. So what we're going to do now, Patrick, and for all of the listeners, I hope that you all will play along, is we're going to do something that's very quick, and it's, it's this self-command practice that I was talking about. It's a way of engaging that muscle, and what it's going to do is light up our sage brains so that as we continue into this conversation, we're in that more positive mindset. We have more access to that. And what we're going to do is we're going to bring our focus to one physical sensation at a time. While that's happening, you're going to have a barrage of thoughts coming in. That's perfectly fine. It's perfectly normal. But as they pop up, they inevitably will just let them go, come back to the focus on the physical sensation. It's a way of bringing yourself to the present moment. And in the process, it's not just like slowing things down. We literally charge up and activate the sage parts of the brain. It might feel a little strange at first, but I'm going to ask you, Patrick, and I'm going to ask you, the listeners, to trust the process and just go with it. Does that, does that sound okay to you, Patrick? Are you game? Sounds perfectly fine. So to our listeners, Wendy, how long will this take so we can tell them wherever you are, let's take a quick... 45 to 60 seconds. That's it. All right. Everybody, let's give our attention to Wendy and let's get this 45 to 60 seconds of pure sage openness. <laughs> so first, I just want you to close your eyes and just, just breathe deeply. Notice the breath filling in all the corners from top to bottom of your lungs. And when you let that air out, just squeeze everything out, wring out your lungs. Let go of any thoughts that are coming in. Just breathe in deeply. Notice the rising and falling of your chest. Notice the temperature of the air as it comes into your body and as it leaves your body. 
Let go of any thoughts that are coming in. Take another breath. Let your breath settle into just a natural, easy rhythm. But keep noticing the rising and falling of your chest or stomach. Let go of any thoughts that are coming in. Okay. Patrick, how do you feel? Uh, my mind is relaxed for sure. Um, it gave me a quick sense of, I started to think about potential like ideas, but then every time you said release it, I kind of just threw it out and started over, like let my mind go free again. So, and it made me kind of focus on my breathing as being calm and not so hyperactive. That's awesome. And you know, in addition to what you're noticing there, what you can't really feel is that we just charged up your sage brain. We just opened you up to a place that you have more access to those superpowers. So that's, that's one of the first places. We did this for about 60 seconds. In the moment, 10 seconds will make a difference like remembering and throughout the day, just stopping for 10 seconds, 20 seconds, 30 seconds at a time. Notice your breath or sometimes it's like, just notice your feet on the floor or wiggle your toes and just notice your toes. I've got a, a, a bunch of different versions of this, different physical sensations you can focus on, but the breath is so nice because it's always with you. It's always present for you. And it, and it really helps to slow things down. So the, other place that I start with clients is recognizing the saboteurs, right? So the saboteurs I mentioned before, they're the voices in your inner dialogue that are beating you up. They cause all of our stress, our fear, our guilt, our shame. All those negative emotions come from the saboteurs. It's that voice of the judge that finds fault with yourself or finds fault with other people or with circumstances like, I can't wait till this pandemic is over. And there are other forms of saboteur voices as well. And within this framework of mental fitness from, the, from positive intelligence, they've identified nine different saboteurs. They call them accomplice saboteurs because they sort of piggyback on that judge saboteur. Um, my strongest are the controller and the avoider. And in the produce industry, I, I see a lot of people with controller. I see people with hyperachiever, stickler. I see a lot of folks with a restless saboteur, like everybody has sort of this unique mix, these different characters that are, that are taking up space in their heads and not even paying rent. And there's a really easy way to start to get in touch with which saboteur voices are strongest for you. There's a free saboteur assessment. It's available on my website. Um, I'm sure we'll post that in the show notes, but on my website, there's a, a banner there for mental fitness. And in about five minutes, you found out, find out which saboteurs might be strongest for you. You get access to a lot of information about the saboteurs and how they tend to show up in people. So Patrick, you took the saboteur assessment. What, uh, what, what was interesting about it? What did you learn? You know, I did take it and I do recommend taking it because it definitely will get your mind to think of who you are and what you're doing. You know, when I took it, I... I told you off the mic that I, I sometimes answer it with like the uh, uh, conscience over my shoulder, but that conscience is sometimes my, my wife saying, no, you better answer that truthfully. 
So as I was going through this, those were some of the things that I thought is sometimes not what I think I see myself as because sometimes we all see ourselves as this very perfect person, right? We're all the center of our own universe sometimes. Mm. And so I always look, I look at this and when I was doing it, it was like, no, you know, if my employee was to rape me or someone else was to tell me like, no, that's how I act around people or no, that's how mm. um, I condone people or celebrate with people. So I definitely was looking at this and it made me think to myself like, Hey, how do you act? You know, you know, what are your, your common characteristics or your thoughts or your feelings or how do you act towards people? And, you know, some of the things that came up for me, you know, held right in part with me. And then some of the other things I was like, wow, like that, that's the old me. I could so see myself back then doing that and how I've changed and working on new ways of fulfilling right and making things right with people. So um, it was, it was definitely made me think this morning. It wasn't a, a test that was like, okay, I got that done. No, it made me think about it. And it's now it's thinking has gone beyond the show going, okay, how do I create this outside of the podcast now? Right. Outside of just having a conversation because now it just doesn't involve, uh, involve you today on the podcast, but this is about me and how I act, treat and potentially am in the real world. Right. For sure. Yeah. So what I'm hearing is like, Hey, so great. I get to know which saboteurs I have, but you know, like, what do I do about that? You know, exactly. And then what, right. Um, I want to offer three things that you can do about that. Like there's, there are a lot of different strategies that you can use, but I have three that are really easy to start with. The first one is notice it and name it. Like literally just calling out when you see the saboteur showing up because when you shine a light on your saboteurs, you start to take away their power without doing anything else, just literally noticing that they're there. And then the other thing is closely related. When you notice them, try to create some distance. So it really helps to shift how you think about or speak to yourself in your own head about your saboteurs. And I'll use myself as an example. So I mentioned earlier that my controller is a big saboteur for me. It's one of the strongest for me. So instead of saying to myself, oh, you know, I'm being such a controller right now, I'll say to myself, my controller is really going crazy right now, right? It's a very subtle difference. It's a small shift, but it makes a huge difference in how the brain processes that thought. So again, the difference between I'm being my saboteur and saying my saboteur is here and it's activated. I'm, I'm triggered by it. Does that, does that resonate for you, Patrick? Yeah, how I look at it, it's almost between the difference of making your day completely horrible or just a situation to be fixed. So there's situations, right? That's kind of how I'm looking at it. It's like getting a flat tire that situation can be fixed. It's just how you act in the moment, what you do, that's going to make that process help out a little bit more or not. Right. Yeah. That's well, kind of I how... would even offer, I would even offer to go further than that. Like the situation is what's happening to you. And if, if you react to that by, um, feeling like a victim, for example, a victim is another one of the saboteurs. So maybe if you, you, exactly. your victim shows up. And so in your head, you notice the victim and, but instead of saying, ah, oh, I'm being a victim right now, which means it like 
ties your identity up with the saboteur. You create a little distance by saying, okay, my victim saboteur is here, but I, but I can make a different choice. The yes. victim saboteur is here, but I am not the victim, right? Then the, the third thing that I'll offer gets a little bit more detailed here. It's visualization. It's something that top athletes do to manage their mindsets before a, a, a game or a competition. You choose one of your top saboteurs and you imagine a situation in the future where that saboteur is likely to show up. Or maybe you're going into a really important meeting or presentation and you imagine being in the situation what saboteurs might show up and like really feel it in your mind, really feel what it's going to be like to be in that stressful situation, being hijacked by your saboteur. You know, what are you going to be saying? What's your body language, your expression? How are other people reacting to you? And stop the visualization, do a minute or two of that self-command, that breathing exercise or focusing on your feet or whatever it is to, to shift into sage mode. And then imagine the situation again, but this time you recognize when the saboteur shows up and you, and you shift and do something differently. You choose a different response, right? So in the example of that flat tire, imagining yourself having that flat tire and reacting, reacting with that victim saboteur being so activated, mm -hmm. but then shifting and saying, okay, how could I choose differently? Now, and again, like notice when you're choosing differently, what are you saying? What's your expression? What's your body language? How are other people responding to you? And that visualization process really lets you like practice the response, but it actually rewires your brain so that when you get into those stressful situations, it's a lot easier for your brain to go down the path of the sage and to avoid the path of getting triggered by the saboteur. Makes sense. Makes perfect sense. And I know we've all done that in meetings, all of us, I mean, including myself. Sure. And we've probably seen where you, the customer or the vendor says something that you like or you don't like, and it probably triggers something for you to say something. And you know, you're in this, you know, whether it's a 35, 45 minute meeting, sometimes you want to say something, or maybe that triggers you to say nothing at all. Right. Mm -hmm. And that all those things, all those things will affect your business. All those things will affect uh, your life, right? This is life and work, right? They're, they're, these are two that go together. We spend a lot of time at our work. So uh, these are things that we have to really, really be cautious of, especially with the change. I mean, there's so much change happening in today's world. There's so much new technological advances that's happening within our produce industry. And a lot of people within our industry are even trying and having a hard time with that. They're trying it, but they're really having a hard time with working from home or using these virtual conferences and doing these things because they're so used to meeting in person. They're so used to being in the fields, right? They're so used to having their, their boots on the ground. And, and this is tough. I mean, this is a yeah. really, really hard time, uh, so hard. I think, for the industry, for a lot of people. So, um, Wendy, we, we talked about some of the strongest saboteurs and I know that there's a couple within mine that I see. I mean, I could tell you that mine, for instance, to, to show a little bit of my vulnerability, right? Um, I come up as this, the restless, right? I, I keep looking at the, the restless, right? Constantly in search of greater excitement in the next activity or the constant busyness. And this one really, really resonated with me. 
And it's like, it's kind of true, right? I'm not gonna be real here. I told you it's neutral, but it is. I mean, it's like, I look at this and I'm like, wow. I mean, is that, is that a fault? Is that um, a strength, right? Is maybe it's a weakness, but I then look at some of the things about it, about the feelings and how it impacts on others. And then it makes me think like, yeah, this, this is something I've worked on, right? That I have been working on. So it's good to see that validation to say, hey, this is how you do see yourself and how you're working forward on it. So it was nice to see that that restlessness tied up and I was able to then confirm it and say, okay, now I know that I need to work on certain aspects within my career and my life. Yeah. And you know, the, the truth is that the saboteurs never go away. We learn to manage them better. We learn to turn down the volume. And I applaud you for you know, doing your work and, and starting to get a handle on these things. It makes such a massive impact. And I also want to highlight that um, with each of the saboteurs, um, there is a superpower hiding just below the surface. So like with a restless saboteur, yeah, yeah, it's that tendency to like, you're just, you can be easily distracted. Maybe you can sort of get too scattered. You're always looking for the next exciting thing, juggling lots of different tasks, looking for more um, variety, more excitement, always needing more stimulation. But then if you were to, to turn the volume down on that a little bit, there's like this incredible um, innovation, this tendency towards action that's just beautiful. So you've got these amazing superpowers. And it's, it's one of the things that I love about this framework is that as I start to understand my client's saboteurs, I can also help them understand how the saboteur is the price that you pay for your greatest strength. It's, it's always going to be there in some way. And it literally is the price you pay for your superpower. I was going to say, yeah, it's true. Because even looking at these, you could almost take a pen and either cross through or highlight. And that's the strength of it all. Because once you figure out which ones highlight your strengths and coincide with your weaknesses, you, you figure out how to be a better person. You figure out how to move forward and whole. And, and those are things that I'm learning too, right? I mean, these are all things within leadership. So Wendy, I will tell you, this is a perfect time to take a quick break though. Hear from a couple of our sponsors and our partners on the Produce Industry Podcast. They talk about technology and talk about one thing that we all know about our industry, fruits and vegetables. So let's take a quick break. Welcome to Terra Exports, a fast-paced, entrepreneurial, and innovative, multinational fresh produce company with eight divisions worldwide that handle fruits and vegetables across 65 countries. Did you know that Terra Exports was featured three times in Inc. 5000's fastest-growing companies? Terra Exports starts at the ground, literally, with the growth of the product at the farm all the way through distribution channels up into the end user. They take pride in their products, arriving fresh and damage-free, and they're there every step of the way, working alongside suppliers and customers who share in their common goal. Visit Terra Exports at www.terraexports.com, as well as following them on social media on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. If you get on their website, you can also check their availability calendars and all of the produce that they have in store. When you join Terra Exports, you become a member of their global team of thinkers, innovators, dreamers, and doers who are bringing a fresh approach to the produce and supply chain industry. So reach out to Terra Exports today at terraexports.com. 
Are you ready to enhance your skills? Every day we are tasked to make fast, effective decisions to keep up with the fast-paced produce industry. At AgTools, we take the pressure off of gathering data to help make your day easier and more enjoyable. Connecting the supply chain with AgTools is unique, practical, and easy. AgTools can be used from multiple angles of the produce industry, from farmers all the way to logistics companies. We call that 360-degree decision-making day after day. Visit www.ag.tools.com to gain more reliable and relevant data to see more, achieve more. And now, back to our show. Welcome back to the Produce Industry Podcast, everyone. It's always great to hear from some of our partners here at the Produce Industry Podcast. But let's get back to talking to Wendy McManus about our saboteurs and our mental fitness. If you joined us earlier, she gave you a quick 45 to 60 seconds that is going to open up the sage part of your brain that will release you into a new way of creativity and innovation. Trust me, we did it about 20 minutes ago and it released my mind and I thank Wendy for that. So Wendy, welcome back. Always great to have you. So happy to be here. So let's get into this a little bit more with mental fitness. You have a lot of things going on in the pipeline. You've given us a lot of sneak previews of some of the things that you're working on with your clients within the produce and supply chain industry. I think that it's important for a lot of our industry leaders and upcoming industry leaders to take part in what you have going on. But listen, give us kind of a quick view of what's in store uh, with you and your organization coming up. Thanks, Patrick. I think what's important to highlight here is that um, it's kind of, it's another 80-20 rule, right? There's so much, there's so much wisdom in an 80-20 rule, but this one's a little bit different. And it's the idea that significant change comes about 20% from insights and 80% from muscle building. And what I mean by that is you might hear this podcast, you might take the saboteur assessment and, you know, read the saboteur assessment and think, this is amazing. This is awesome. And for a couple of days, it's kind of in your mind, right? But if you could, if you could graph this on what the impact is over time, it would drop off very quickly. Like I don't live in a fantasy land where six months from now people are thinking about this great podcast that they heard from leadership coach Wendy McManus. It's just not how the brain works. You're on to something else. Even if you read the book, you know, it's the impact of that drops off. And so that's why I work with my clients to create that muscle building opportunity. Um, and I have a, a few different ways that I do that. Really, the core of my business is one-on-one -on -one coaching. I work with people on um, leading themselves and leading others. Even leading other people is all about the conversation that's happening in your own head. And so one-on-one -on -one coaching I love, and we can make um, tremendous leaps and bounds with somebody doing that one-on-one -on -one work. But I also have a six-week mental fitness boot camp for somebody that kind of wants to get in and really work at, at this mental fitness thing for a short period of time. It's much more intense. There's a daily practice involved in the mental fitness boot camp, but it will make a huge difference and it's six weeks and you're, and you're through that program. And then the third thing that I'm working on right now is a mental fitness group coaching program 
so that I can support more people and, and, and really build a community of like-minded produce professionals that are interested in building their mental fitness. And over the last um, couple of weeks, I've been running focus groups so I can really dial in how to structure the program so that it really resonates for men and women in the produce industry. By the time this podcast has um, aired, there will actually be a, a program out there that people would be able to, to find out more about. It's in this, it's in this, uh, this uh, birthing place right now where it's, it's coming to life. So that's all the, the stuff I've got going on. It's a, it's a really exciting time to be able to bring this work to the produce industry. I agree with you. I think this is a perfect time to bring it to the industry because as everybody's at home or again, I've heard people have cleared out their offices and then how your social distancing is having some people work at the office, right? And the, some people work at home, it's still social distancing. But I think it's taking a toll on everybody's lives. Yes. I mean, life has been year round. I saw a, a funny meme the other day on Facebook, Wendy, mm -hmm. and it was a child tucking their parents into bed at, at 1030 at night saying, good night, mom. And the parents going, make sure the TV's off by midnight, you know? And, <laughs> and my wife and I looked at each other and we're like, it's so true because our kids are sleeping on like the couch and stuff now. It's like they've migrated from, they realize that when there was school and when there was more structure that they would sleep inside of their bed and have to wake up at times. But now it's like, my son's like, he goes to bed at midnight and wakes up at seven, eight o'clock in the morning still, but it's just, it's different. Right. And, mm -hmm. and even that can take a toll on you. Even yeah. the smaller things of your kids and how they react can affect your daily life, your job. As we said, you know, I'm podcasting from my house right now. And I told you where I am. I'm on the top bunk. Of, of a bed. And, and I like to say these things because life isn't sunshine and rainbows all the time. And to see the back work, it's that plays a huge part on your mental fitness. I, I, I believe it does. So I think it's very important. And, you know, Wendy, when we talk about getting people into mental fitness, I mean, what do I do? Am I just, I mean, I didn't know this, right? I did. I learned this from LinkedIn from you, but if someone's listening to the podcast and they're trying to understand more about mental fitness, how are they able to find out more about you and what you have to offer within this space? I, I want to piggyback on what you were talking about there. The resilience that's required right now is unlike anything we've ever experienced communally before. Uh, and, uh, and, and so specifically to your question, um, my website is connect2potential.com. So it's connect, the number two, potential.com. And uh, it's pretty easy to navigate. There's, a, there's a, a menu option for mental fitness where I talk about the different options, the different programs that I have. There's an option there for uh, a chemistry call if you're interested in one-on-one -on -one coaching, where I do you know, a free coaching call where essentially we get to know each other and find out if we're gonna be a good fit for each other as coach and client. So I try to lay it all out, make it really easy to navigate, but also provide a lot of information, a lot of resources, like the free saboteur assessment that you took this morning. That's available from my website on the mental fitness page. So I really like to be able to send people there and know that they're, they're not just going to find out necessarily how to work with me, although I think that's great. They're going to be able to learn and gain some resources um, to, to be able to start working on their mental fitness on their own. That's fantastic. And, and you know, what's great about this is, is when I took the test, I was very hesitant at first, 
right? Because I was looking at some of the questions and you said, you're like, you're going to open up to be a little vulnerable, right? You said it to me. Mm -hmm. Um, But again, it was a great test for me to come and then start asking you questions. And I think that's what was very valuable too. And I wanted to say that and hope our listeners do. So take that free test because regardless, if you connect with Wendy, one, you're going to learn something and you're going to start asking questions and going, wait a minute. And then hopefully that'll lead you to start engaging more about your mental fitness and engaging more about how to increase emotional intelligence. And Wendy's here to help for that. So Wendy, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show today. I'm so glad that we were able to connect during this COVID-19 pandemic. Again, we said it, everything is not okay all the time, but it is fantastic to speak with you. I've enjoyed it so much. Thank you so much, Patrick. You've been listening to the Produce Industry Podcast with Patrick Kelly. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Anchor to get new, fresh weekly episodes. For more, please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the Produce Industry Podcast. Until next time, see you in the fields or on the horizon.